This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. If you are a bus rider in Metro Vancouver and you think it's taking longer than ever, guess what? You are not imagining things and you are not alone either. TransLink has come out with their 2019 Bus Speed and Reliability Report. And that report says that traffic congestion is getting so bad all over the region that 80% of all bus routes are slower now than they were five years ago. We wanted to talk to TransLink about this, so I caught up with Daniel Freeman, who's the Senior Manager of Bus Priority Projects at TransLink, and here's what he told us. Well, Dan, thanks so much for joining us to talk about this uh, today. First off, what is this uh, bus speed and reliability report? Is this something that TransLink does every year? No, so um, so this is a new report for TransLink. Um, TransLink is, is constantly monitoring the performance of our services, but um, we've been uh, noticing the decline in bus speeds and how that's been affecting our customers and our bottom line. And we wanted to get a, a better understanding of the scale of the issue and really where um, this is the biggest. So this is the first time we've done uh, a comprehensive region-wide assessment of where delays are occurring to buses and importantly where that's affecting the most customers so we're looking in, in block by block uh you know every 50 minutes of the day at every single bus route and um using the gps data and the passenger data to tell us uh, the scale of the problem that we face and kind of where in the region that's the most acute and so we should be focusing our efforts okay so where are the biggest delays then well, so we've um, published uh, a map in the support of the top 20 corridors where there's the most passenger delay, so it's the most delay affecting the most people. And they're not going to be a shock, I think, to anybody who rides the bus. They're, um, they're kind of spread across the region because we have a lot of transit customers um, and also a lot of roadway congestion across the region. But there is a concentration in the town centers, so in just Metro Vancouver, in the, in the city of Vancouver in, in the core, and also in uh, North Surrey, North Delta in the core, where you have a lot of routes that are kind of converging and a lot of traffic. So uh, you know, the top corridors are King George 104th in Surrey, the Highway 99 corridor from sort of Richmond Brickhouse uh, Skytrain Station all the way down through the tunnel and uh, to South Surrey. Uh, 41st Avenue, Broadway, Hastings, through Vancouver, Burnaby, the other top five. Okay, so when you say they're slowing down, like by how much? So we've measured that 80% of bus routes in the region are slower than they were five years ago. Um, and uh, in some cases, the slowing, uh, you know, is is a small amount slower every every year or every quarter, but it adds up kind of over time to uh, to really cost a lot of money um, for us. So what we end up doing is we have to add additional additional hours of service, additional bus, just to keep the same level of service, just because it takes longer to get from one end of the line to the other. So in some cases, it could take, you know, five, even 10 minutes longer. Um, and also, the, the service can has be, become much less reliable. Again, this is not nothing new for anybody who rides yeah. the bus every day, but, uh, you know, it might take uh, 10 minutes on a good day and half an hour, 45 minutes on a bad day. And so what you have to do is you have to budget for that 45 minutes so you make it to class on time or you make it to your job on time. And so really trying to bring the speed up a bit, but also bring that, uh, make that service more reliable. Right. And um, a number it's of costing the... us like 5 million bucks a year uh, up to that much every year to a, a new, a new service that we're adding just to deal with the slowing of bus service across the region. 
Now, I know a lot of those areas that you mentioned that have this congestion problem also also have a bus lane. So are the bus lanes not helping? Um, so the bus lanes do help. Um, there are not bus lanes in all of those areas. Um, there are bus lanes in some segments. In some instances, the bus lanes um, are, are in place only for, you know, in some directions and some times of the day. So we're looking at across the whole day, every day of the week and on weekends, and we're seeing increasing delay in the middle of the day, in the shoulders, in the off, you know, in the opposite off-peak direction and weekends, um, where that's, you know, often where it can be worse. On, you know, on Broadway, it's, it's worse usually for a bus rider on Saturday than it is in, in rush hour. So that's one of the factors. The other part is that, you know, uh, bus lanes aren't the only thing, how traffic signals operate, where turns are allowed and aren't allowed. You know, right-turning vehicles can, can really slow down um, uh, buses if there's a lot of pedestrian activity. So, the, you know, these are... There's a whole host of reasons why a delay might be happening. And the purpose of the report is to say, well, where are those problems? Uh, give some examples of the types of tools that are available. There, you know, these are solvable problems. There's great examples both locally and across the world where, um, where there's been uh, great action and, and mm-hmm. taken to improve bus performance. And really to say, like, you know, TransLink has some funding and tools and, and information available to help. Um, TransLink doesn't control the streets. You know, the streets... Uh, the way they're, they're functioned, the, the turns are allowed, how traffic signals are operated, that's something that is controlled by the cities and, I guess, on the provincial, right. uh, provincial level, the, the highways. So we're looking to partner with all those agencies to make bus service more effective. So what are the tools then to fix this? Like when you say partnering with those agencies, like what do you need? More dedicated lanes? Do you need more advanced signals? What do you need? Uh, I guess the answer is yes to both of those things. <laughs> you know, it really... It runs the gamut, uh, and I think there, there, there is no, you know, one-size-fits-all here. Um, the, you know, we had, it goes from the small scale. We had a really good, successful example just last year where we worked with the city of Delta to, um, we identified there was a problem. Uh, buses were really delayed turning left from Scott Road onto 84th Avenue. And uh, we worked with them. We translate paid for uh, a new left turn signal to be installed, and it shaved two minutes off of um, off of that route. Now, so there's some really smaller things like that, and to kind of the other, I guess, end of the spectrum where you know full dedicated bus lanes um, are really really effective where there's a lot of congestion on the roadway. So it depends on what the problem is to find the right solution. And obviously, you know these are these are complicated right. issues that cities have to grapple with a whole bunch of considerations. So um, uh, you know that's that's what the tools right. can help them to, to figure out what's what's the best. Is there a concern here, Dan, as well, that if people, if, if the bus ride starts to take longer and it's too crowded, that people will, I don't know, sour on the idea of taking transit? Absolutely. I think, you know, we, you know we're really fortunate that TransLink uh, and in our region, we have uh, some of the highest transit ridership. We've had some of the greatest levels of transit ridership growth across North America for the last number of years. And, um, uh, and that's really good news. But behind that, we always have to be paying attention to the fundamentals and that, you know, if bus service gets slower and less reliable, um, then that becomes a less attractive choice to, to people. Um, you know, people do have choices and we want to make transit something that, that, that people do want to take. You know, two thirds of transit trips are on buses. And so, um, the bus network is really critical. And we have to pay attention to it. And, uh, you know, if we don't do anything, things are going to get worse. You know, bus delays have been increasing. Ride hailing coming to the region this fall. While it's really exciting to bring new options 
to uh, to to people traveling across the region is expected to, you know, particularly add more traffic in those busy areas that we've already mentioned, where there's already a lot of delay in bus services. So we have to, you know, if, if we don't want things to get worse for, for, for transit, we have to, you know, make some changes. So is this kind of like, you would like cities to pay attention to this, right? City planners and traffic engineers to say, listen, we let's do this sooner rather than later. Yeah, exactly. So that's why we're bringing this report forward to the TransLink Mayor's Council this uh, this Friday, and so both to bring attention to the the mayors of all the cities of the region um, in their capacity, both um, as the Mayor's Council for TransLink to say, hey, look, this is um, this delaying of bus service, this slowing of bus service, is costing the region a lot of money, and we'd much rather be spending that money to add new service in areas where there isn't enough bus service, or or making the buses more frequent where there's a lot of overcrowding rather than just adding service just to keep up with, with slowing traffic and, and to say, hey, can, can we come to your cities and to you know, give more information to your councils and to your, and we've been talking to staff already to help them uh, to make some changes in their communities that, that are appropriate in their cities. Right. Well, Dan, thank you so much for your time on this. Well, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's Daniel Freeman, Senior Manager of Bus Priority Projects at TransLink. So what are these busiest bus routes in Metro Vancouver? Well, there's a top 10. Uh, King George Boulevard and 104th Avenue is number one. Highway 99, 41st Avenue, Broadway, and Hastings, Vancouver and Burnaby Hastings. That's the top five. Uh, the next is Scott Road and 72nd Avenue. And then uh, Main Marine Drive. Uh, that would actually be over in West Vancouver. Fraser Highway, West Georgia Street, and getting onto the Lionsgate Bridge. And number 10 is Granville Street. So I'm guessing downtown and just on the other side there of the bridge. So yeah, busy, busy bus routes. If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.